SB Pod is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Coming up today in the pod, I have something to admit. Something I have a hard time figuring out, which is embarrassing. It's actually pitiful. If it was the old days of radio, we'd get you to send in emails and tell us what you don't understand that you should. Maybe you can just text it. Or you don't know my number. (laughs) You can tweet us. Embarrassing things you can't figure out that you should be able to figure out. That, what I miss about Connecticut, and it's October, and what do we know about football? That's all on the way in the pod. But first, Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Also want to remind everyone to check out the Bill Barnwell Show. And if you like what you see from Bill when he's on SportsCenter, you'll definitely dig his podcast. Download and subscribe to the Bill Barnwell Show and SV Pod wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to SV Pod. We rolled the dice, Steve. Tried to book a guest. Guest how, how, do you, how do you like that world? How do you like the world of booking guests? Is that fun? There have been some emails sent. <laughs> there have been some emails sent. I'm trying to enlist a bit of help. Nice. I, just assume, I just assume we can do that. Just text the people you know, and they'll come on. And then your guest says, yeah, no, we're good. I'm, I'm ready to go. And then the guest goes radio silent, and there's nothing you can do. So we rolled the dice. We thought we'd talk to you a little earlier this week. I have a feeling we will talk to that guest at some point. It's just not this week. All good. So, so instead of that, we're going to begin with me admitting something embarrassing about myself. Oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's not like it's it's not like a. I have no idea where we're going here, so I oh, can't but, wait to hear this. But you, but you know what it is. But you okay. know what it is because you have dealt with the frustration of trying to help me understand this, and I'm an adult, and I should be able to understand it. And I'm an adult who's familiar with the gambling space. So I should be able to understand it, but I don't. This were like a daytime talk show. We'd we'd really build the drama, and then there'd be a tease, and then we'd come back in the open bees, the phones in the bees of the show, and then you'd. It's not really that big a deal, but I want to talk about it. Are you in a square pool out there listening right now? Oh boy! Oh god! <laughs> All right. Are are you in a square pool? It's the most basic Mickey Mouse way to have interest in a game that predates basically everything like predates filling out a pick pool where you just pick the teams on a little sheet. I ran one of those in an elementary school. I was like, I thought I was the King. I had like, I had a Ziploc bag full of quarters. Nice. The word got out and then I got called in and it was like, Hey, could you not, are you running a book? I'm like, no. Book in the action here. We're just picking games. Um, Snack break is for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the back like, come on, come on, give me your tickets. Who wants to give me your tickets? 50 cents. <laughs> um, but then I won, and then people thought I cheated, so then we had, I had to give my picks out. It was bad. Like, I was like, I'm like in sixth grade, book in action. Um, so let's just say that since then, you know, I'm familiar with, with picking some games. 
but this isn't about betting on games. This isn't about laying points or taking points. This is about comprehension. Numbers on the numbers on the left that go down and numbers on the top that go across. Across and down. Steve, how many now and by the way, just I don't think I think we're in a place now in 2020 where this isn't a problem, but God knows the feds could try to bust us up for this. So let's just say wink wink nod nod. This is all just for fun. Just some friends, you know, just a couple quarters. Yeah, some suds. Just, you know, 50 cents. I'll meet you at, at, cafe, at the cafeteria before recess. We'll square up. Um, in the years that you've known me, we've been participating in a, in a, a cross and down pool. Do I understand how it works, Steve? Not once, not ever. It's gotten to the point. Now, this is five years, people. And just <laughs> if you're still wondering what the square pool is, it's your, it's, it's your old Super Bowl pool. Numbers across the top for the away team. Numbers across on the left-hand column of the page for the home team. All right? And then everybody's name are in between for the 100 squares, 10 people, you know, 100 people, 100 squares, blah, 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 100 numbers. And it has gotten to the point where the man that was just speaking and the name that is on this podcast cannot comprehend how to read the score and it's gotten to the point at during the four o'clock games we have the pools for every single game on an nfl weekend and it'll be i'll I'll just say all right who is winning the poll right now (laughs) who's winning and i see him go across and but he's doing it like in the middle and i'm like oh my god he still doesn't know how to do it this is going on week five of the fifth year of this pool that I've known you, and you still can't do it. No, I can't. And J-Mac, who's – we're obviously down in D.C., and J-Mac's up in Connecticut. And J-Mac with this – he has this great sort of rise smile, which his mask can't hide because his eyes squint up when he's asking me. He's like, hey, Scott, who who won the square at 1 o'clock on that, uh, on that Bills game? And I'll go – um, and I'll go across and I'll go down and I'll say it. He'll go, nope, nope, nope. And he's so disappointed, but he also doesn't expect me to get it right. And here's where I want to jump in. Okay. Across, down, right? <laughs> so I take the number that goes down, right? Yeah. And I look at that. Now, say, say the number is a seven. We'll pick a good number, right? You finish yeah. on a seven. So I'll come, I'll go down to the seven, and then I'll read it across. Exactly. But (laughs) but down is the number that's the down, and then the across is the number across. But I just go, I go across and then go down. It makes sense in my head. And it's it's like I feel like a like a person who's colorblind. It's like it's not your fault you can't see color. Mm. But there's this vivid world of blues and greens and reds and whatnot that you, but, you can't see it. Like, the numbers are right there, and I, I, I just look at across, and I look at down, and I see the down, and I go across, and I see the across, and I go down. And I, I actually want to – I thought I won a square. I was so excited. Washington, Cleveland. I'm like, hey, I won. And J-Mac's like, no, no, you, you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't win that one. And he tells Home me the first down, time. Like, Scott, away across. I, you know, I'm just going to – That do, should be your next year's fantasy team name. That away, should be your name. Away across, home down. <laughs> home down, away across. And it's just – I'm embarrassed 
but now I'm now I'm oh. I'm indignant about it because I'm like, you know what? This it's simple. It's the da- It's like the down and the if you. It makes sense if you think about what I'm doing, kinda. Yep. So here's what I asked. Speaking of, you here's got what good, I asked. You got good numbers this week. Do I? <laughs> I wouldn't know. It won't make someone just tell me if I won. And there's an email that comes out later that tells you who won, and I actually did win one. And I didn't think I won it because I read the numbers wrong. God, here's what I want to know. You're listening and you're mocking me the same way Steve and J-Mac have mocked me rightfully for years. But you're listening to this and you're like, you know, there's that, there's, there's, there's that thing that's weird that I can't figure out. Like some people, it's like turn lanes. You're like, wait, wait can I get – I had a buddy that for the life of him, a four-way stop was like, like harder than trying to solve pie. Like – He'd sit there with him, and you'd be like, go. He's like, well, no, no, it's their turn. Like, it's, they weren't even here. It's your turn. Like, well, they go. Right, well, they go, then you go. What do you mean? You, how? And you feel the same way as about me not being able to figure out across and down as, as I felt about my buddy that couldn't figure out a four-way stop. But do you feel like there's anything, Steve, that's a basic societally understood thing that you struggle with? Ooh. Oh man, yes. There, I, there's a well, lot, you, Scott. Well, you don't believe in dinosaurs, but that's more just a, you know, it's, you just think that the whole fossil things made up or whatever. But that's that's not necessarily a, a no. square pool. Um, yeah, that I got to table that to uh, next week. All right, Steve, that's, that's on long, the spot. That's pew, a long pew, list. Pew pew. Okay, well we'll table it. You you Very you mull it over, and then next week when we come back on the pod. Uh, you tell me the thing that you should be able to understand that you don't. I'm going to keep a running tab all week, and I'm going to keep this card right here with me all week. Think, things you don't understand. You know, it's, it, yeah, it's stuff like when you're driving. Yeah, um, yeah very good. Do you you. Use I got signals? a homework assignment. Do you use signals when you turn? You strike me as a guy that yes. just bar- you barrel into lanes without even thinking about a signal. Yeah, but you can bet your bottom dollar when it's even, I'm going first. <laughs> 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 that's that's so great i can see it aggressive driving love it um all right i have another thing i want to ask you but we're going to get to some football here i swear um i have another admission to make Boy. things scott misses about connecticut Whoa. Uh, we, moved, we moved back to we moved back to dc maryland dc dmb dirty terps state flag maryland pride crab chips you can get crab chips here. I don't have to. I don't have to get bootleg gas station crab chips like I used to. <laughs> now they're just right there in the store. Delicious. Do you eat those, by the way? Haven't gotten to those yet. Trying to okay. lay it off the chips. For a guy who loves crab cakes more than anyone I've ever met, you need to just get yourself some Uts or hers. I don't want to be. I got brand some crab specific. soup today, though. Oh, that's so good. Um. Mm. Anyway, we're we moved back to uh, to Maryland, and it's a great thing. In leaving Connecticut, there is one thing in particular that I miss a lot and I need to fix. And I think uh, this is just an open appeal. What do we have to do, (laughs) shout out to Lyman's Orchard, to get you to send some of those cinnamon donut balls south? Like, I will buy a gross of them. I will pay. But I just, I don't believe that it's, something you do but you could 
So someone needs to go to Lyman Orchard and tell them that we need like, how many are in one of those one of those uh, see through tins? Like, how many can they fit on a pallet? That's exactly what I'm saying. I need a pallet <laughs> of the cinnamon donut balls. And which again, as and, you listen, and to keep the most importantly is how fresh they are. They got to be fresh. An unbelievable job. So we're gonna need that pallet overnighted. We're gonna. I need a pallet of Lyman Orchard cinnamon donut balls airlifted to me in Maryland. I miss that more than I can say. And right now, wherever you're listening, if it's somewhere, like if you're in Arizona or Southern California or South Florida or someplace where it's hot and fall is not even like a thought yet. Like, I don't even know what you guys do. Do you guys do like hay rides and, and pumpkins and stuff like that? I'm not saying you don't have Halloween, but like I, it's not the same vibe as somewhere where you have fall and you get, Mm. you know, pumpkin patches and things of that nature. And they had these, you know, everybody has some version of the cider donut, right? Everyone. Mm-hmm. And they're fine cinnamon cider donuts here. They're fine. They're, they're, they're edible, but they're not Lyman Orchard cinnamon donuts. There's something about them that um, I just, I need them. I need them. I miss them. And we need to fix this, Steve. Um, yeah, I think we can get some people on the horn for that one. We got, think, uh, yeah, you think it's yeah, possible? We, we, yes, we can get that done. Um, shout out to Lyman Orchards up in Middlefield, Connecticut. Unbelievable establishment they have. Um, I'm expecting many uh, text messages and stuff like that after this gets released from our people up in Connecticut. So uh, we will get that done. Well, you know what um, we can I'm do? I'm pretty I sure mean, our friend I, Bucci Grass lives up by there too. Well, then, and then he, we'll I mean, make he him- may. He mails out stuff for Bucci Grass Overtime Challenge all the time, so right. he's got the postal info, I know. Yeah, but can't we just get, like, a drug mule? We'll just get somebody to pack up the back of an SUV and drive them? We like, should get, like, Outsider Mike to get one of those mu- the donkeys that fell off the cliff back in the day, get him on one of those and bring it down. He'll do it. For those of you that don't know the story, Outsider Mike, who we made into a superstar, Okay, we made him. Now, like Stu Gotts and those guys kind of claim him. Yeah. You created a monster, Scott. You created a monster. <laughs> well, good, good. I, 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 we unleashed a monster on, on the world. He, and he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, a comp, he's a complex character. Uh, he's morphed into a star, and we're thrilled for him. But he once told a story about being in Italy and uh, going on a hike, and there was a donkey that committed suicide. Like, this donkey was on, the, on this walk on this path, and apparently the donkey was, you know, like, this and just jumped off a cliff in front of them with like the family's possessions on its back as i recall and right now you're going why were they on a mountainside with a donkey carrying their stuff no one knows no one knows but according to outsider mike that happened and then we played um dominic the donkey that christmas song over and over and over again um shout out to outsider mike smoke break I think he has – everyone's got a podcast. I think – does he have one? Oh, yeah. Well, he's a star on all these other ones. Um, but that's what I miss about Connecticut, Steve. You're from there. I'm sure that you – I mean, you miss people. You have people there. I didn't have any friends no in doubt. Connecticut. But no we, had, we do have a problem down here. What is it? The pizza sucks. <laughs> you don't it's, like Lido? It's okay. But uh, you know what? I, I'm fine with it because – It'll make it that much better when I do get it from Connecticut, but as long as my, my kids will eat it. So that's, we're fine. We're right, good wait. there, but, and all right, I, I know all the jokes, I, I know I don't need as much pizza as I do, but growing up in Connecticut, it's the best pizza yeah. in the world. Right. Um, so it's, uh, 
It's all right. We're, we're people love you here. People love you here, but let's just, let's, let's, let's really, really, really get controversial. Stanford, Steve. Um, how do you feel about grotto pizza? Not great. Say what you really say. It's like ragu on cardboard. <laughs> that is blasphemy. Sorry. For those that don't know, this is again very regional reference. Right, right now we're we're kind of a li- we're kind of we're kind of inside the Beltway here on a lot of our listeners around the country that don't know, but those that know Lime and Orchard know that those donut balls oh, are come on are pristine, and those that know Grotto know it is a very very oh. split split sort of electorate. There are people that really like it, and then there are those that just can't stand it. No and doubt. You, and- like I said, your though, kids my, love my, it. Exactly. Your daughters, what happens when they, what do they say when you say we're going to the grotto? They go nuts. Go crazy. That also means we're at the beach in Delaware, which is a whole nother uh, level of excitement. But I will, I mean, I, I'm, I got, I'm in the majority here. I mean, we're going to talk to our, you know, our people up in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, there's no way they are fans of grotto pizza. I'm not going to argue with, with people that just, have regional biases about their pizza. And, and admittedly, admittedly, Northeast pizza, awfully you. good. Uh, I happen to like grotto pie. Um, you, don't, you know, here's the thing. Here's, life's simple, man. Life's really simple. You don't like it? Don't eat it. There. It's over. Exactly. No exactly. I'm just, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying things. I'm trying to be a man of the people. I'm trying to, you, you, know, you know, support places around here. Local tried, industry, commerce. Yeah, I've tried 22 different crab cakes in the area. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm out and about. I'm trying things. It is an awesome uh, – I can't believe the competition for the best corned beef Reuben around here. It is outstanding. There's corned beef Reuben trucks that go at that park in Potomac and Bethesda and stuff like that. So See, I uh, did, these are things I didn't even know. You're educating yeah. me. We're going to get you on a, on a, on a corned beef kick. We're gonna all right, that's fine. That's fine. But uh, all nice right, so – lean. So uh, we've talked about what we've missed. Steve misses pizza. I miss the Lyman's Orchard. Um, it's Lyman Orchards. Lyman Orchards. That's what I said. If you're going to want product, you're saying it the wrong way. Lyman Orchards. Yes. What am I saying? Singular? You're saying, you're saying Lyman's Orchards. Oh, Lyman Orchards. Yes. So Lyman singular, Orchards plural. <laughs> Thank you. They got apples. They got pumpkins. They got beautiful views of it, Connecticut. And uh, the they key have word, the keyword for our people at Lyman Orchards. Uh-huh. A pallet. Now, the key word is drug mule. We need someone <laughs> that will pack an SUV and drive the product to the residence. We and will when, pay. And when that uh, vehicle is on its way, yep. contact us. We'll get you an address. More pod in a minute, but first, back to the pod. All right, are we going to talk about any sports? We might. We might not. It's October. I'm sitting outside. Leaves starting to turn. Feels like fall. But football for me is still in a weird place. Like the college slate without, without the Pac-12, without the Big Ten, without the MAC, God bless them, um, without all of these conferences that aren't playing, it, it still feels really, really strange to me. And granted, you put on Alabama when they're kicking the snot out of somebody and you're like, okay, nothing's changed. You turn it on and they're down at Sanford Stadium in Athens and – Masks are a real, real vague suggestion. Uh, people are enjoying themselves quite, quite a bit there uh, between the hedges. Um, it feels like nothing's ever changed. But, like, I see these rankings and, like, it, it's just – it's all – it just feels odd to me. Uh, and I'm grateful to have it, 
but it just I, I still don't know what to do with it I, I get the feeling that you don't feel that way no I, I it, it's it's different I I'm basing my world around what I could do to watch some football on Saturday Scott uh, we work Sundays Saturday and but I, I feel what you're saying is that the anticipation we've been on the road for game day we've been on the road for previous shows we know what these people in the south and across the country look forward to it's a build-up it's getting into town on thursday night it's parking in the rv park it's enjoying taking it all in start day drinking on friday hoping for a night game so you can do the same thing on saturday who's going to want to get brunch before we leave town on sunday it's it's an event and i feel for those people that can't do it i understand that it's a it's a lifestyle and an upbringing, but I, I, I'm really happy with the, the product on the field. I think these teams have really bought in to what they've had to do to make this a possible season. Uh, you, you talk to guys that are at the elite programs and you talk to guys that are at the lower level of programs. The stuff that they have to do protocol-wise, day in and day out, and by the hour, and by the morning and afternoon and who has morning tests and who has afternoon and how does that factor in who could practice certain days and who could come in for film and who actually can actually walk in to the facility on what certain day it is mind blowing the organization that these schools and and, uh, programs and operations people and all the staff like you talk about how many people are on these staffs everybody is doing their part and uh i'm I'm just rooting for them because i know how much time people have put in and this is including the players to 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 make this a possibility think about what we were doing the last four months in in bristol trying to come up with a sports show that had no sports and now we got it and i'm just i'm just rooting for these people knowing what way back then what they had to start doing when they you know college football for example i mean i don't even i think one team got all their spring practices in i think it was coastal carolina actually now that i think of it but like i think what they should be ranked uh side topic but I'm just rooting for that because that the, the work that the people have put in, I, I can't stand when work gets put in and it's it's wasted on uh, something that's out of the control of the people. So yeah, I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to watch as much uh, as I can, and the games are heating up. And I'm telling you, I really really hope this committee is buttoned up because they are going to have scenarios this year that they have never even thought were possible. So hopefully they're, uh, they're watching games and getting ready. Well, let me be clear. I, I echo everything you said verbatim. I, I have admiration, appreciation for all the effort that goes into trying to give this a chance. I'm just – I'm comparing it to the things you talked about, the event that it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the atmosphere the ambiance what it feels like compared to what this is and so on the one hand i don't feel i, I mean i feel like i'm just it's honest i'm telling you i'm thrilled it's here are you yep. kidding me look <laughs> you sat there with me we did mm-hmm. four months of shows about sports with no sports like i can't i, I can't think of it again uh so thank you thank you thank you that it's here but then I can look at it and go, it just feels weird to me. It feels flat. It feels like ranking teams like, you know, Ohio State and Penn State. And I don't know where Michigan is in the, in the grand scheme this year. But like that Oregon, uh, among others, you know, 
Utah is a program has certainly been in the mix through the years. USC has got a bunch of talent. Like just it's the uniforms and the stadiums and the, and the, and the programs that, that frame our Saturday existences and in their absence and they're coming, like we're going to get there, but it's just, it's so weird to be sitting here on a gorgeous October day um, in the fall and the weekend's coming and it just, it still feels like, uh, yeah, it's, better than nothing but it's still not what it was but like life's not so i mean look everything's a mess i get all that but i'm just being honest about how it feels to me exactly and and scott tell me if i'm wrong here but in the past you have not done well with change (laughs) no change is not my strong suit i'm uh very so much a rain that, man like guy. When you when you take into it, yeah. that's that's what it is. And I, I would say if people are feeling like you, take a chance and watch the game with no volume and just see see what's into it. Because I think a lot of people are frustrated when they're watching the broadcast because they're so expecting you know, crowd noise and reaction. And you gotta realize there's so many things going on. There's there's not a lot of fans in if at all, in the stadiums. And the biggest thing is, you know, people are yelling at these announcers. Half these announcers are sitting home in their closet calling the game. So they're literally trying to call the game as you're watching it on TV. That's what they have, the monitor that you have in your t- in your house watching the game. So there's there's no other, you know, eyeballs on a different camera and stuff like that. So I, I would try and just watch it with no, with no volume to, to, to accept – what you know? See if you could follow along. If you really need the voice in the in the crowd and stuff like that, then go ahead. But I've 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 come to the crowd, you know, trying to get two iPads going, two TVs, you know, only one TV is going to have the volume. So I've I've done it forever. I think that's helped. Um, I know we've talked about you know certain games we watch with no volume, um, but it's it's changed, and I understand that people are still you know trying to adjust to it. Uh, a la yourself, but I. Uh, it's it's good and and things are heating up, man. This is we're starting to learn a lot more about teams. Um, it's it's incredible what these guys are doing. It really is. I applaud them all. Absolutely, stay safe. Follow your protocols. Wear your mask. It's not that hard. Um, hopefully, people stay safe and stay healthy. But as we've seen in the NFL, where at least you can compare apples to apples because everyone is playing. Um, you had Stephon Gilmore say, "Look, I followed all the protocols. I I you know I didn't do things I wasn't supposed to do." And he still got it. And so now you have a Patriots team who's got Cam that got it, Gilmore that got it. So you have your most important player on both offense and defense that leaves them kind of in a spot. The Tennessee situation is what so many different college teams have dealt with. We've seen countless games um, postponed or canceled. Shout to Houston. You guys are actually going to get to play this week against Tulane. They've been trying to play since early September. I can't even imagine our guy, Coach Holgerson, down there. Mm. Are we going to try to play? Or you see what the hell happens if we don't, people don't get COVID? Uh, that's my Holgerson imitation. It's sort of like Nick Nolte in 48 hours. Um, okay. Neither here nor there. But we've seen how programs can get, you know, waylaid by this virus. And, you know, what's happening in Tennessee, and as we're talking on a Thursday – uh, 
I mean, who the hell knows if they're going to even be able to play against Buffalo? And people are throwing around this forfeit bit because they got together outside of the place. And you would know this so much better than I. Put yourself in the shoes of um, John U. Smith, tight end, mm-hmm. Tennessee, in the tight end room. You made it to the league, Steve. Congrats. You're playing for Tennessee, but some, some of your teammates have got, got the virus. We can't come in. We can't practice. But you, you guys are, A, creatures of habit, and, B, you play a very physical game. Mm-hmm. Do you totally get why those guys would try to find a place to get together to keep the routine and the physicality that is required going so that they could try to play when they play? Absolutely. Tom Brady did it this summer. Yeah. Remember all the workouts? We had helicopters driving over high school fields. He got he got kicked out of a park because he was trying to work out outside this summer. Yeah, right. you understand it. You, you you said it. Creatures of habit. These guys want to be the best at what they do. And I understand people are, you know, protocol and all that stuff. But if, if they're going to take it outside the, the lines, they're going to do it. it. It does not surprise me at all. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't me either. Um, I... I understand why the NFL is going to take a real, real dim look at that. But I also think the NFL has to be realistic. Like you can put strongly word memos out about you better not do this. It's like, it's, it's a virus, man. Like Mm -hmm. there's rule, there's rules and we can try to follow rules, but there's no rules for how a virus transmits. Hell, the CDC, they've changed their wording on how this goes from person to person about 25 times. They don't know. (laughs) So like, I, I get the NFL trying to really firmly say what you can and cannot do, but this is going to, people are going to get it. And, and we've seen it now since, since the winter and the spring with really no rhyme or reason in some instances, uh, how and why this thing happens. And so I just don't know how you plan around it. I don't know how you schedule around it. They had a real convenient fix with Tennessee and Pittsburgh and Baltimore, you yeah. could just move a game and move a bye and ta-da. But I'm telling you, there's going to be something that comes up where there's not going to be an easy fix. And then it gets really difficult. And I don't know how they figure it out. I don't know how they fix it. But they, the, more than any other league, the NFL just kicked the can down the street for months and just bought time. Yeah. And at some point, you run out of you run out of runway, and now you just got to play it where it lies. I'm I'm putting a bunch of analogies together that don't match, but it's you're gonna you, they have to deal with where they are now without any more any more runway, and so I don't know how they're gonna figure it out. I don't know what's gonna happen with Tennessee this week. They're talking about not Buffalo not getting game checks, and the Bills fans are like, whoa, 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 ho, ho, ho! You start messing with people's money, and now guys start talking like, hey, stay in your damn house, wear a mask, and don't this up for me okay i'm doing what i'm supposed to do you need to do what you're supposed to do so i mean it's it's a really interesting time from the nfl's perspective to see what they're going to do four weeks in in terms of what we've seen on the field and on the tape as they say what people have put on tape who's who do you think is good nfl steelers and i think it's per i really like what i've seen from the steelers um both the 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 defense, uh, Devin Bush is healthy. He missed uh, you know all last year. It was a stud out of Michigan. The idea of they have T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree on the outside, just coming at your quarterback, like it's. I was talking about with Chris Long on his, on his podcast this week. Like Dallas is Dallas says they have a problem with effort, 
Put on a tape of Bud Dupree and TJ Watt and Sasser guys if they're playing that hard. That's all you have to do. I mean, it's it's it, but it's 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 that culture. It's what Tomlin's created. They have a we don't give a bleep effort on defense, and we're gonna do what we do, and we're gonna shut you down. It's an in-your-face mentality. Uh, I love. Uh, what I've seen from Claypool, I really think Schuster is going to be better off as a number two option. But when I say number two, I mean a number two that's going to run every single route. And I think Juju is that good. Uh, I love I love what they have offensively. You know what you're going to get with Roethlisberger. Uh, I really like how this is setting up for Pittsburgh because you still have Lamar trying to uh, you know, do his thing in Baltimore. And, you know, he's using the, uh, they don't believe I could do it again attitude. Mahomes is counting fingers to, you know, still mad at people who don't put him high enough in the NFL 100. So laying in the weeds, you know, the Steelers, I, I really like um, what I've seen from them. That's interesting. And, but yet Kansas city is still, they're the obvious roadblock in Baltimore's way. I mean, Lamar called them our kryptonite and they have been mm -hmm. thus far played them three years in a row, beat them three years in a row. This one I have to think is worse because mm -hmm. the other two were coin flip games. This wasn't um, Kansas city was just demonstrably better. Uh, the Kansas city and Seattle are the two teams that as you and I watch games every Sunday, my observations are that Mahomes and Wilson are it feels like it's impossible to get them off the field. And more than any other team, on third and whatever, if you get a stop, I swear to God, 50% of the time or more, there's a flag. You just see Mahomes pointing. And it's like, as a case in point, if you guys watched on Monday night, Kelsey on a third and 10, he drew a flag. And I, Kelsey's my guy. I don't think it was interference. I just thought, like Kansas City, just they get – they get benefit of the doubt more, it feels like, than anyone. And Seattle, similarly, Wilson keeps plays along for, alive for so long, as Mahomes does, that if you're in the secondary, at some point there's, there's, there's almost inevitable that there's going to be some kind of contact that's deemed illegal. And what's really interesting, Steve, is that NFL officials are letting holding go at the line of scrimmage or, mm. and you made this point the other day, maybe, maybe techniques got better. Maybe. Maybe. maybe that, that's a possibility. But it certainly seems that they're, they're letting more go at the line, and that allows plays to go on longer, and that leads to tons of illegal contact, defensive pass interference, whatever. And if you give Mahomes or Wilson extra downs, then it's a touchdown, like <laughs> over and over and over. They're good enough already. Like, please don't hear me saying that they're good because they get flags. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they're even better than they already are because they seem to get more, uh, more, more calls uh, that, that extend drives than, than anyone. Or maybe I just watch them more. I don't know. Maybe it's just that I'm watching them more. But I want to ask you what you think of Green Bay just because they're 4-0-2. I love salty Aaron Rodgers. He goes on with Pat McAfee and his Steve Zissou hat, and he just doesn't care. It's like he doesn't care. And, and a flippant – Everybody can kiss my ass. Aaron Rodgers is fun. Um, and, you know, he said the other day, hey, my, my bad years are career years for most guys. And I, I think whether, whether them drafting, you know, uh, love out of Utah State was intentional to make him mad. I, I can't think organizationally you'd waste a first-round pick to piss off your quarterback. But they lead the league in scoring and don't have one turnover. That's my favorite stat through four weeks because I don't, I don't know how you can – be that aggressive offensively and not just by accident turn it over once. They look really good to me. Rodgers looks like he's in a really interesting place. I just think they're, it's, I think it's fun when I think Green Bay is good. They had a good record last year, but I didn't think they were good. I think this Green Bay team is. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing how much and you know Rodgers is never going to admit that he's happy, but like he he I I feel like he he is kind of happy. They 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 have this sense of boring to me. Like they seem boring because he you just know he's going to figure it out and when you don't turn the ball over, it's it's pretty easy. You're going to win football games in this league. And you said it the <laughs> other night. You said it again there. Like, I hate to tell you, Packer fans, but it's going to change a little bit. But how much Not do you sustainable. limit? No, Not sustainable. exactly. So how much are you going to limit it, though? Um, and it's it's just crazy, Scott, because as you look down the road, at you know, you mentioned we talked Mahomes. We talked, you know, Lamar and Roethlisberger and, and Russell Wilson and now Rodgers here. It, I mean, we haven't even brought up Brady. Or Josh all, Allen. All these guys are set up to win shootouts in games when it counts. And, you know, I just go, I keep going back to the Super Bowl. We watched it together, and it was just a San Francisco. We knew they had a defense, but that whole game, you're holding your butt, holding your butt, holding your butt, holding your butt, and there it goes. And it's just these playoffs. I mean, that's that's what the playoff football has come. When you mentioned Josh Allen, now that defense is sustainable. That out of all the teams we talked about, them in Pittsburgh, those defenses are sustainable. That's why I brought up Pittsburgh. I understand, um, you know, the Bills have gotten plenty of of of, of, of uh, spotlight, and they deserve it. They've been impressive. They've they've had a couple scenarios where they could have lied down and 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 taken L's. Um, and then we're hopefully set up uh, for a Chiefs-Bills game this Thursday with everything pending. But um, oh, I, I think Buffalo, everything they've they've done is, is deservedly so because of how well they're playing on both sides of the football. That Chiefs defense is pretty nice now. That Chiefs defense is pretty good. Mm, yeah, we'll see a little more. See a little more. I, man, I think they're pretty good. Okay. Chiefs defense pretty good. Right. Maybe it's just because I had them on Monday and we got a yeah, yeah, yeah. big, got a big pick six and eight. Steve, what's worse than watching football games with me, fantasy football, Scotty? What's worse? Watching Raider games with J-Mac. <laughs> That's the most inside the Beltway reference, but J-Mac, who's been a researcher and a producer on our show for years, is uh, he's worse to watch a Raider game with than I am to watch fantasy games. That's, that's saying something because I suck to watch games with because I'm – and let's see. Again, we're taping on a Thursday night. I might have Jones going for the Buccaneers. I'll be begging for Jones touches early. Get him out in the flat. Steve, I have a question for you. Where does Maryland Scott watching games rank with those other two? <laughs> Maryland Scott's worse than fantasy Scott. But again, they created they created 14 a panic favorite. room. Fourteen create, point favorite. They created a panic room for me last year to watch games so that they didn't have to watch games with me. That's what we need. As I sit in your office here at work, uh, getting ready for Daily Wager and taping this podcast, that's what we need on your office, just a huge sheet that just says the panic room. <laughs> Not Scott Van Pellet outside the door, just the panic room, because this is perfect for you. Right. You guys still you gotta got go nothing, do, on, nothing you gotta on the You got to do TV right now, right? I'm trying to do t uh, two TV shows today, Scott. You're, you're a global brand, Steve. Uh, monetize right. you, it. Do you, have a, do you have a card for tonight? Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, I need to go just I, – I need to narrow it down. Get, need to give out some winners. Uh, I feel like we have – I feel like we have a couple. Uh, we have a couple teams that we gave last week that lost that I feel like are going to be on the list again. It's very early to be on a cover or you're dead to me, but Whoa. you know the rules. You know the I rules. Should, I think you should give out a couple right now. 
Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have A&M. They're going to be on the list. Oh, I had A&M line. last week against Bama, and uh, they were not the right side. And I'm going to have them at home against Florida. And uh, that's scary because that Florida offense is cooking. Uh, but I'm going to have right. A&M again. And I, I, may have, I, may, I may have Vanderbilt again. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I may have them. I don't know. A&M is okay. definitely on there. Vanderbilt might be. We got to see. I got to figure out how many I'm going to give. Steve's going to go do TV now. Uh, I'm going to go try to narrow down my card. Check us out on SportsCenter. You'll see that. And uh, we will see you back here next week for more on SVPod.